Hi guys and welcome to another episode of our podcast, BetfairTradingCommunity.com. Obviously with me, your host, Martin. And today I want to talk about a subject that uh, really interests me because we've been doing a lot of research recently, um, talking with members, non-members, basically all Betfair traders um, that we've spoken to over the last <clears throat> nearly 10 years that we've been running Betfair Trading Community. And one of the things we found is that there's kind of four cornerstones of things, of issues that, that's holding people back, things that are affecting people's trading to the extent that if they could just maybe change these four things, they would do a lot better. Um, so me and Ryan are going to be sort of developing a lot of our content around those four things because, as you know, our big passion has been to improve traders' ability, to tra- to improve how good they are at trading, um, to improve how good you are at making money on Betfair. Um, that's kind of the one thing we always say. That's That's kind of the mantra of BTC is that we want to improve every trader. No matter who you are, no matter what situation you're in, you know, if you're a pro, we want to make you a slightly better pro. If you're a newbie, we want to take you as far as we can. You know, so there's there's a lot of facets to this. But one of the big cornerstones that we found was time, right? People struggling to trade because of a lack of time, just not having time to trade. Probably one of the when, when people cancel our membership, probably the biggest feedback we get is that people don't have time. And um, so I thought today it'd be really good to kind of work out and and kind of give you some ideas around how you can create some extra time for trading on Betfair because there's ways to do this and I think a lot of people don't do it or they don't really know how to do it and because they don't create time for themselves or create time for their trading they either end up stop trading or they kind of trade but they're missing out on a lot of good things um, so I'm going to go through this and hopefully this will help you today. If you've had any issues with time whatsoever, make sure you listen. If you hear anything that really resonates that you want to take on board, note it down. You know, I just encourage people to make notes. You know, these are classes, essentially. I mean, you know, our podcasts, our videos, our blog posts, they're classes on trading, you know, kind of trading 101 on, on what will make you a better trader. So, yeah, today's focus is going to be creating time and like I say we've had so much feedback where people are like oh, I just don't have time for trading I'll be back when I've got time or etc etc now if you've listened to a few of these you will know that I've got this theory that about 95% of people can find time to trade and um, I'm also of the belief that time can quite easily be manipulated to suit our needs. So think about how the kind of subject of time management has become such a big subject in in the world of self-improvement and, you know, the amount of books, you know, uh, kind of sound bites that have been developed around that to, to help people, you know, especially, you know, when you get those American kind of um, life coach type people who they'll always come out with stuff about time management, how important it is. And I think sometimes it's easy to look at that and just go, oh yeah, well, that's pretty obvious. 
Um, but the problem is you really need to get into the nitty gritty of it to work out how you can change it in your life, how you can make sure you have more time to do the things you want to do. And actually, the thing about this podcast is it's going to help you if you want to be a Betfair trader. But even if you don't, if you want to do something else where you want to manage your time, this podcast is still going to help you. So whatever angle you come from, this is well worth listening to and and really you know like I say if you can make notes and really take on board whatever resonates with you um so a bit about what I'm going to talk about next was inspired by a book I'm reading at the moment called The One Thing by Gary Keller it's a really good book it's on Amazon uh so check it out there check out you know the description of it and stuff no point me going through that now um but I think it's quite cheap on Amazon, actually. You know, one of these kind of um, boost your success books, but that's actually fairly cheap and a really successful one as well. I know it was a, a top seller and things. Um, but yeah, I really recommend this. So if you enjoy this podcast, uh, especially the first part of it I'm about to go into now, which really focuses on one of the concepts from it, I do recommend reading that. And I always recommend doing personal development. So if you... You know, if you want to be a pro trader, find books relevant to it. Not just trading books, you know, things on how to be more successful. Maybe books on, you know, how successful people have managed to have their success. How many times can I say the word success in in a couple of lines? No, but seriously, it makes a difference because it's not just about you learning more and reading or listening, you know, on Audible or whatever. But it's also about focusing your mind on going, right, this is what I want to do. Because it's so easy in life to kind of get distracted by things, isn't it? I think that's probably the number one problem people have in the modern age is that we're so easily distracted. You know, there's so many choices we can make about everything that we didn't really have those kind of choices, you know, 10, even 15 years ago. So much is there to distract you from what's important and one of the key things I want to say here is we need to start prioritizing what actually matters most okay think about that prioritize what actually matters most and when you do that the other things can kind of fall into place so one thing I've noticed is a lot of us even in trading but in in any walk of life We like to have a list of tasks to do, right? So a lot of people will have a mental note of, yeah, I must do this and this and this this week. Or they'll write an actual list, um, maybe on their phone or whatever, and, and just keep tabs on that. And like I say, the problem with these lists a lot of the time, and the problem with a lot of things we think about doing in life, is we're not actually prioritizing what matters most at a time. So what happens is... We might get a long list of things to do, but maybe let's say I've got 20 things to do, 20 tasks. Maybe only four or five are actually things I really should do. And the rest are just things I perhaps could do. Um, So I'll give you an example of this in my own life from this week, because I think that's always the best way to do these things. Now, I've been putting my house up for sale this week. So I've had a lot to do. I've had a lot of tasks, you know, and I've been one of these people who's who's been writing down a bit of a list of things to do. Now, the thing is, what I could have done 
is I could have written out probably a hundred things I could do to the house to make it more sellable, right? But actually, out of those hundred things, maybe four or five are actually the things that will make a big difference, that will really matter to buyers. So I'll just give you an example. I could do a massive deep clean on this house um, and it would take probably maybe at least two weeks of full working days of cleaning to do that, right? Now, it would make a slight difference and it would look nicer, but I could maybe spend just a, just a handful of hours doing a decent cleaning job and making it look presentable. And actually, how much of a difference is that going to make to selling my house? Probably not much difference between the two. We feel like it does, right? So we feel like, no, if we do more, it means we have more success. But the problem is, you're doing so much more doing that real deep clean. And the success level you will have because of it, compared to just a normal clean, probably isn't much different, right? So I'll kind of compare it to something else just to kind of give you an idea. So I could do this deep clean or I could paint a wall that has literally been water damaged because of a leak I had last year in the living room, right? So the living room corner. Now, you're going to see that living room corner. It's going to stand out like a sore thumb. So that is something that I would have to do if I really want to sell this house, right? That is something that will make a big difference in the value I'll get for the house, in the price I'll get for the house. Something very small, something very quick to do will make a massive difference. Now, the clean, the normal clean, again, decluttering, tidying, won't take half as long as the deep clean, but it will have a big difference to not doing it at all. Now, the deep clean from that half kind of clean or, or decent clean is not going to have a massive impact in terms of sellability. It's not going to particularly raise the price of the house either. So they're just a couple of examples of how I've potentially saved myself a lot of time by not doing something that if I was just a busybody doing loads and loads of tasks, thinking the more I do, the better... Whereas actually what I've done is I've turned around and go, no, what do I actually need to do to have success, right? Because it doesn't make sense for me to spend loads of hours on something that's only going to have a very small difference when I could spend less hours doing something different that will have a much bigger impact. And this is the whole key to this principle of what you're prioritizing, right? So sometimes when people make lists, they just follow it based on what they think of first. Well, the problem is, if you end up doing tasks that don't really matter that much, and then end up leaving the ones that really, really do matter, you've probably not had success. And that day you've done the task was probably not really even worthwhile. So next thing you, time you have a list, kind of look at the things on it and go, is there anything that I could maybe leave to the last, to the bottom? And what should I be putting at the top of the list? Because it's fine to do these other things, these, these slightly more trivial things that maybe don't need doing right away. But why not get the things you really should do first? 
So what I want to do is kind of bring this back to Betfair trading, right? Because that's why you're listening. You're, you're looking to improve your Betfair trading. What I want you to do is think about the tasks you do every day and when you do them, right? Do you prioritize the important tasks first or do you just do them in the order you thought of them? The first thing you have to do is put Betfair trading as a big priority in your life. That is really important. The first thing you have to do is put Betfair trading as a big priority in your life. It's amazing how many people come to me and say, Martin, I really want to be a pro trader. I'm like, great. So how you know how much time are you putting aside? How many months are you, are you going to put a year or two aside? You know, obviously still working and, and having your normal life alongside it, but making sure you give yourself an hour or two a day average so that you can learn to trade properly. And then people sometimes come back to me and they say, oh, well, I hadn't really put any time aside or I haven't really worked out when I'm going to do it um, or haven't put a couple of hours in or haven't booked any time in to trade. The problem is you're not leaving yourself a lot of outs, right, if you don't do it because what you'll find is that the time you do have quickly gets eaten away by other things that might seem important at the time but you don't actually prioritise something which you want to make a living from. Now, if I was training to be a doctor, I'd sure as hell prioritise that training above pretty much everything other than family, um, you know, and maybe some elements of social life. But that would be massive, right? So let's say we go back to Betfair trading. Let's say you put your job and your career in, you will put your job and career probably as quite an important thing, right? Where you're at at the moment. If you're not a trader on Betfair for a living like me, because I remember when I had a job, a regular job, it was pretty important because not even so much that I really cared that much about it, but it was more that I had so many hours in the day I was doing the job, right? So it is quite high on your priority list. It's how you make your money, etc., etc. Well, when you're learning Betfair trading, you want to have it around that level. Right. So let's say you're learning Betfair trading. Now, obviously, you should keep doing your current job until you're making enough from Betfair to leave your job. But let's say you put Betfair on a similar footing to your current career and your current job. Well, you'd be expected to be able to put an hour or two aside a day on average, wouldn't you? You know, and and if the people in your life fully understood that, you know, like your friends and family, then they should also be a little bit accepting that, you know, maybe you do have to cut back an hour of social time um, a day to do this. You do have to try and find this from somewhere. The thing is, it's not going to just appear from nowhere, right? You have to be quite intentional with time, with finding time. You have to be quite intentional to be able to find it. So for me, so I'll talk to you a little bit about my day as a trader. For me, I'll get my research and everything done first thing, right? Because I know that's a big chunk of my kind of my trading day, but also that it can be done any time, you know, on the day. So I might as well, anything that can be done early, I might as well just get it done early, right? 
Now, say I get a gap between my research and actually starting to trade, use that time. You know, if I get time to do something, use it. So I might go, right, okay, this is a good time to go and fill up the dishwasher, right? Or whatever. Because that's the kind of stuff that, whilst it's important, things like your chores, why not use the gaps you've got, the opportunities you've got to do those chores, rather than going, oh, do you know what? I'm going to put the put all that stuff as a priority ahead of my Betfair trading. Because what you'll find is that if you don't prioritise Betfair trading, it just becomes kind of a bit of a fill-in. And the problem with having an attitude of, oh, it's just a bit of a fill-in, is you're never actually going to take it seriously, right? You're never going to take it as seriously as you should. And that's a big part of the reason why you should prioritise it. Now, that's kind of the first thing to say, because once you start prioritising Betfair trading, I think time becomes a lot easier to find, right? Let's say you've got a partner or whatever. If you actually explain it to them and they fully understand what you're doing, they're more likely to accept it. You have to treat this as a career move, right? It's almost like you're doing an after, you know, an evening class in a college or a university, right? And you're working. That's almost what this is. And that's how you've got to treat it. But because it's bet fair trading, people don't necessarily treat it as seriously as that. And really, like I say, there's no reason it shouldn't be treated as seriously as that. This could be a career move for you. And that's your dream. That's why you're doing this, right? I've still not had anyone come to me, a Betfair trading community, and say, Martin, I'm not really looking to make any money from Betfair. I've still not had anyone say that, strangely. Um, And in an industry where there's lots of people who do go and gamble on the weekend, you know, on Betfred and things like that, who don't do trading, who don't really understand Betfair, who do just go and have a flutter and not really care if they make any money. It's interesting, they have an industry that's like that and all that comes with, that no one has ever come to me and said, Martin, I'm not bothered about making money, okay? That should be your number one goal, making money from trading on Betfair. So set yourself up in the right way to do that. The moment you're not setting yourself up in the right way, well, that's the start. If things aren't working for you, that's the start where you can look and go, okay, I understand why this isn't working now. I get it. Um, so like I say, if you've got chores to do around the house, why don't you do them before or after your trading is scheduled in? Need to spend time with your friends or family? Fit that around your trading. See what I'm saying here? I'm not saying don't do these things. I'm not saying don't do your chores, don't spend time with friends or family. I'm saying fit it, try to fit it around your Betfair trading schedule. One of the things I do as a courtesy to my wife is I will write down the times I will trade in the calendar, the times I'm likely to be busy trading. I even do it for things like if Norwich are on TV, right? I just write it in the calendar. And that way, there's no argument, right? If that is on, that's what I'll be doing. Unless something massively important comes up above it, obviously. But this is good because then it means, okay, she knows. She can look at that kind of, okay, this is when Martin's free. I can spend, we can spend time as a family. Things like that. Things that are really important to her. 
are making sure that we can do those things, but also that it doesn't affect what I'm doing on Betfair and my Betfair trading. Now, that's something you have to work on if you're in a partnership, compromise, things like that. But figure that stuff out because if you don't, you're always going to be kind of a bit part player in the Betfair world. And I'd suggest that those kind of in and out, laissez-faire attitude traders don't make a lot of money on Betfair, right? So like I say, if this is something you want to take seriously, you really need to treat it like a job from the get-go. So that's a pretty simple step, right, for creating some time. I'm going to go over five steps now to actually create time whilst trading on Betfair. I think these are really important because if you have got a limited time, if you have got an hour or two a day average and that's it, you really need to use that time wisely. Now, I know it goes without saying and you're probably sitting there thinking, yeah, that's pretty obvious. But the thing is, you actually need to actively have some ideas of how to do that because I can I can sit here and say a lot of things. But if I don't give you the tools to be able to do it, it's useless, right? It's just words. So I want to help you create time whilst trading on Betfair. So number one, create a priority list of events you want to trade that day or the upcoming week. So like I said a bit about writing in the calendar, things like that, schedule your trading in properly. Say, right, these are the hours I'm going to trade this day. These are the hours I'm going to trade tomorrow. Now, you might not be able to do it more than a day or two in advance because of the nature of the sport you're trading. But you might be able to do it up to a week in advance if you know what's on, if you know what events are coming up that you want to trade. So the good thing with sport is it's generally all scheduled well in advance. So a lot of the time we are going to know when we want to trade. But make sure you do that, right? Create that list of events. Then you know, right, okay, these are the hours I'm going to be busy. So I can make the most out of the hours I'm not busy by knowing that I'm definitely not busy those times and being able to enjoy them more. Number two, don't watch events or markets for longer than you need to. This is something I've seen so many traders do. People will just sit, they might have completed a trade already, and they'll sit and watch the market and just watch how the odds go. And it's kind of entertaining, so I see why people do it. And your love for trading makes this stuff interesting. I get it, right? I'd sit and watch the markets all day, every day, and I wouldn't get bored. The problem is, it's not really useful to do that when I've already exited a trade, I've already had my plan and I've executed it. And I don't really need to watch the rest of the event. Now, if I'm watching a match or something, just turn and watch the match. You know, go and watch the match. That's fine. But if you're really, really worried about time, the great way, a great way to cut time out is to not watch these events or markets longer than you need to. Um, you know, so like I say, unless unless there's a real reason for you continuing to watch or follow the markets, I really suggest you don't. Number three, do all of your day's research in one go and finish it after that, right? Get the research done and then it's done, right? Because so many people 
do the research and end up down some kind of internet rabbit hole where they're clicking through onto loads of different sites. Um, and it's easy to procrastinate and just end up on something that's totally different to what you were doing. Just get that research done and you're done for the day on the research. And you might have some time before you trade. You can go and do all the other things that are important to you and then come back to trading. But don't just procrastinate during the research. Just get it done. Okay, number four, stick to the plan. Try not to go off piste. So the problem with not sticking to your plan, and by the way, if you don't already make a trading plan, if that isn't obvious enough as a way to save you time every day, have a plan, stick to it. Because the problem is, if you don't stick to your plan, what tends to happen, there's a couple of issues, what tends to happen is when you move away from your plan, trade something you weren't intending to, not really doing the research on that, etc., etc., people will tend to lose money. So from not sticking to their plan, they've lost money. That's bad, right? Not really relevant to the time issue, but that is a negative. Here's the time issue negative. It takes up valuable trading time that you could be using more wisely elsewhere. So we already know that going off plan is likely to lose you money or not end in good results. But it's also taking up time that you could then do something valuable, like maybe maybe listen to a podcast, right? Maybe watch a video, do some learning, get those chores done, look at your list, look at the priorities. Maybe it's time to do the second thing on that list. Don't move away from your plan. Because I see so many people who maybe they had a plan and the trade didn't happen because the opportunity never arose. They go, oh, well, I got in on a different market or I just went and bet on this random, um, you know, Argentinian third division match because I was bored. Don't do that. Number five, use the breaks in your Betfair trading to do the other important jobs. So I've mentioned this a bit already, but I really cannot stress how important this is. Because you will get times when you thought you'd be trading, right? But then, like I say, that trade never happened. There was never the opportunity to get in. And he did the right thing. He walked away from it. But that's fine. That's a, it's actually good sometimes when that happens. Because this is the perfect time, isn't it? To catch up on those chores. Or spend some time with your loved ones. So it's really important, right? We found five ways to save you a lot of time there. I've also given you some good examples in the general life of how you can save time before you've even got into the Betfair markets. These are the perfect tips for making sure you have plenty of time to do the things you want or should do and to prioritise. I hope this helps you guys. Um, if you've been trading with your trading, trading with your trading schedule, if you've been struggling with your trading schedule, then really listen to this maybe go back and listen again really good stuff here um and you know i'm not having to go at anyone who makes any of these mistakes i only know about this stuff because i made those mistakes right i didn't just pick this stuff out of thin air it's life experience as ever guys if you want to get in touch just email us info at betfairtradingcommunity.com and i hope you have a really good week <laughs>